0: Thank you again for coming me to another episode of Change the Subject. I am your host, Derigo BJ. Definitely follow me at Derigo BJ on all social media. Also follow my show, Changed Subject, on Facebook. And today, I am officially in Cleveland, Ohio. And um, I decided to pull up on somebody I've been arguing with on Twitter for damn near two months. Sorry. Sorry, not Sorry. <laughs> Like, I've been arguing with this girl for months, then we'll stop arguing, she'll become this Bernstein Bear sweetie all over again,
1: Berenstain, and then
0: we'll beef again, and I'm sick of the shit, so I pulled up on her to have what we're going to call a pillow fight on a podcast. I have Miss K, hey. affectionately known to me as Katie. What up? On the show today Give them your social media mail So they can see you cuss me out (laughs) On Instagram and Um, Twitter
1: First of all I don't cuss anybody out Because I don't do that But if you're on Twitter I am miss underscore underscore K 84 Um, And then if you follow me on IG If you know my government name It is that
0: 84 Damn you sound like a goon. That (laughs) was like some (laughs) goon shit Like if you know me you know,
1: if you know me, you know me.
0: <laughs> but today, um,
1: and y'all, by the way, BJ is a uh, very violent, like he started really. off this podcast, um, talking about hurting me.
0: Yeah. Like, and I didn't do um, anything. like and the arguments be
1: one sided. Uh, no
0: pillows is how I plan to attack you. So therefore there's no evidence of the scarring of the tissue. And then too, if I hit you hard enough. Like, it'll all the way get you together. So, I feel like that's the most effective way to deal with you. I know
1: you was going to hit me with that pillow with the zipper side. The couch pillow. You oh, yeah. The, ca- the, the couch pillows side.
0: are the ones that hurt the most, That right? have the
1: zippers on it.
0: Yeah. That's, that's not suitable. It, or you want me to mm. hit you with something harder.
1: I don't want you to hit me, period. But
0: Anyway. You know? <laughs> but today, um, one of the arguments that we had on Twitter was um, pretty much based upon a bait tweet That I had put out, which I don't really know exactly my verbiage, but it pretty much was saying that if, in fact, you as a woman would like to be loved unconditionally, you're also confessing that you're like bringing a lot of baggage. Now, of course, that's not entirely how I feel in order for me to get like to the pit or the core of the woman who actually has that issue. I kind of had to press the wrong button. And I didn't get any of the feminists, any of Nikki Giovanni or <laughs> Madam C.J. Walker's grandchildren to chime in on Twitter at all. I didn't get none of them. I got Kelly. Oh, Lord. And Kelly had the most to say about the tweet. Just
1: Kelly with an eye if you nasty.
0: Yeah, she's disgusting. And um, <laughs> she had the most to say. So basically... Um, the position that I'm in is understanding that there are conditions to unconditional. There's no such thing as unconditional love. Like, if in fact a person cheats on you, despite the fact that you know that he loves you, you're going to possibly leave. The conditions of that love is not strong enough for well, let's not even say that because it's some of you motherfuckers that's laying next to a serial cheater, but (laughs) In my in my humble opinion, it doesn't like keep the the viewpoint of that person the same. Like you're going to see this person con- you know completely different. He's not going to be the same charming, gorgeous, six foot, whatever you thought he was when you first met him. Initially things are going to change once that, you know, that foul is actually committed. And then for us guys who think that it's cool to run through however many women we run through and then we get that one that we finally love and our karma comes back at that point that we actually fall head over heels because you have to understand what you've done to all of these people that is a conditional feeling
1: but don't you feel like even though you're with somebody who has issues you should stick by them
0: i think that that is something that you can do but it's not always worth sticking by a motherfucker
1: I get it. Like, not laying next to a serial cheater. Like, at some point, I'm going to need you to, like, get your life together. But don't you feel like some people do stuff for a reason and you're with them for a reason? Like, you ain't just about to. Like, there's signs that pop up or flags that pop up and you're not Mm -hmm. just going to be like, oh, this nigga laying next to me right now. Like, I'm going to just leave them.
0: But there are moments when y'all do that.
1: I get
0: that. It's moments when you're like facing the wall and he's behind you, mm-hmm. like ramming you. And you like, why am I giving him this pussy right now?
1: Mm, if I'm in a moment, i think thinking
0: about it. Exactly. Conditional, <laughs> conditional love. Under well, this condition that he's doing something. Like before
1: we get to that point, yeah. He's like, doing something that you're actually enjoying. <laughs>
0: He's doing everything that you're enjoying mm-hmm. about why you chose him. Right. But the image and the character that you judge mm-hmm. is completely different.
1: I get that. I so, feel like it depends on the situation in the person and how long you've been in a relationship. Like, if I'm with somebody for two months and getting to know them and they prove themselves to be shitty, I'm not about to be like, all right, I'm about to invest a few more months in you. Like, if I'm not even invested and I see flags, I'm yeah. out. But say, like, you've been with somebody for, like, a year And then you start to know their character more and then they say they cheat. There's some women who just don't stand for it. And there's some women who get into his head and they look at his background and they're like, well, he loved me and he did it for such and such a reason. Earlier you stated, and I feel like, I'm not even looking at a man's point of view, I guess. I'm looking more at like my point of view. Mm -hmm. To be unconditional, you don't necessarily have to have baggage. But if I mess up, I don't feel like that's a reason for you to chuck deuces.
0: But you know, the reason why people come to the table expecting unconditional love because of how many passes they gave out. You gave all of them passes to the same serial cheater. (laughs) And now you're coming to the new situation expecting for this person to justify all of the foolish shit that you've done that you can't accept. Now that you asking me to take you out and treat you like the lady you deserve to be treated.
1: Not necessarily.
0: You're absolutely right, but that's what we're speaking to. Those necessary. All right. So issues. wait.
1: This conversation is about people who came from a crappy situation,
0: expecting and is now a love, go
1: into a new situation, right? And they're on expecting on they to be from?
0: and they're expecting things from the new guy that they didn't even expect from the guy what that they're You're you're expecting a man to one treat you good enough. To where you don't have to feel the hurt of the baggage that you haven't unpacked yet in that old situation. Okay. You're asking me to make you forget about something you're refusing to deal with. I disagree. How do you disagree?
1: Because, um, so one, if we're adults, if we have baggage, me personally, I'm not about to enter into a new relationship unless I have already dealt with what I've dealt with. Mm-hmm. And even if I haven't, I'm not about to put it on the next dude. You know what I mean? Even if I did, there's only so much that I know that that person can do for me.
0: So how much of how much of your standards and this is directed towards you. How much of your standards are actually based on things that you expect from every man you deal with?
1: How like, wait, what are we based? Like, what is the percentage?
0: (laughs) There is no percentage. It's just men in general. Like, Like if you if you look at however many guys that you've had interactions with over the course of your life, mm-hmm. what standards did you expect from every guy that showed up?
1: I expected them to be men. Like one, I didn't want, I, I don't want to, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say cause I'm different. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm independent and I can do everything for myself. Mm-hmm. So if I go into a relationship I don't want somebody coming to me who can't do anything else that I can already do for myself. Okay. So like, I need you to have a good job that you can support yourself. And if I don't have a job and I want to be married and have your babies and, you know, I don't want to feel like I need to do anything like work wise, but I do because I'm independent. So I would never expect that. I'm just saying, I need a man who want to be a man and take care of his household. Okay. Second, I don't want you to not have a car. And I get if we live in New York and that's how it is. But don't hit me up and be like, I need to go to the store and let's go on a date. Can you drive? That may sound petty and that may sound superficial and it may sound childish. But I feel like if I'm being in a relationship, I need you to have X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Okay. So if I go into a relationship, I have certain standards.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I need you to be... I need you to have a good job. I need you to have a car. If you have kids, I need to make sure that you're taking care of them. I don't want you to be a deadbeat person. Okay. Um, I need you to be responsible in all areas. And if I have baggage, then I hope you're able to handle it because I can be a little crazy sometimes. Am I making sense?
0: Yeah. So the gist of what you just said (laughs) was in order for a guy to be applicable Mm -hmm. to Miss K underscore 84, right? (laughs) He has to have a job. Mm-hmm. He has to have a car. Mm-hmm. He has to have morals, mm-hmm. and then he also has to be a responsible person, whether that be job or children mm-hmm. or otherwise. Have you ever dated a man that didn't have a car? Yes. So if he had to have a car in order to to be suitable for you, why did you select the guy that didn't have a car?
1: Because I know you. He didn't have a car.
0: How did you not know? You didn't see him walking.
1: No, he hit me. I I do online dating. And so I don't sometimes see people out in public. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. So somebody could hit me up be like, "Let's go here on this date." And I'm like, "All right, so we make plans and he like, "You going to come pick me up?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, but what's wrong with you?" And he's like, "I don't have a car." And I'm like, "All right, let's let's do this." And then okay. sometimes he'll say he'll Uber or whatever, but I I have six younger siblings mm-hmm. and I do everything for them and I've done everything for them and I've taken them everywhere. They've used my car. I'm not about to do that with my boo. Like,
0: I totally understand that. But I think what I'm getting at is, and I'm going to speak for self. Okay. All right. I'm the only child to my mother. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And my mother I didn't find this out until I was an adult, but my mother decided that she felt it was best for her not to entertain men in front of me because she didn't want me to think that, you know, she was messing around with, you know, however many dudes and thinking that it was okay, you know, to do this. So ultimately, by this condition of her believing that it would affect me in my upbringing, which I can't even say if it would or it wouldn't by this condition I felt responsible for being the man for her, Okay. right? Mm -hmm. So everything that she needed from a man, it was a point where she was laid off and didn't have a job. I was the provider of the food, the breadwinner. And every relationship from that point with my mother at 16 to 25, of me taking all these different responsibilities at different points, I began to migrate relationship to relationship, finding women that always needed help I was conditioned in my situation to move from woman to woman to woman in my life feeling sorry and feeling like I had the answers to help them and now that as an adult male in my 30s I've been used and abused I'm looking back at those situations facing a new woman Mm -hmm. telling her this ain't what I'm taking This is not what I'm accepting. You got to have this. and You got to have that. You got to be on this level. But
1: is that so bad? It's not bad. As a man.
0: It's not bad if you're, it's not bad if your intent is to better yourself, not judge her.
1: But I'm not judging nobody. I'm just saying as adults, we know what we want.
0: We feel like. So
1: what's wrong? Because the issue nowadays is everybody point fingers and like. He don't know what he want and she don't know what she wants. But if I'm coming to you right mm-hmm. now and I'm telling you what I expect from somebody who's right. about to come into my life, how is I mean, I'm not saying that, that you're saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, if you don't have a car, that's not me judging you.
0: But the niggas because, with but the niggas with cars are not treating you right.
1: He'll say they ain't treating me right.
0: Because you're not with the nigga that had the car right now, are you?
1: No, because he wasn't treating me right.
0: <laughs> My point, exactly. So that's right, what so I'm saying. I, I, there are conditions. Right. <laughs> to. There's conditions to these things. And we want a certain type of love that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with who we're seeing. It's what right. we need to perpetuate, what we need to bring into the situation.
1: Right. I and know what I bring, though. I, just, I thought we were talking about what the other person brings, though.
0: So, when you deal with a person that, like you said, didn't have a car, mm-hmm. but your standard was, he has to have a car. He
1: doesn't have to have a car, so but now you're, I would prefer that he has a car.
0: It's a preference, not a it's standard. It's a preference,
1: because I'm saying now it's taken from me, because I'm already loaning my car to my siblings, and I'm already doing stuff for my siblings. So, it takes more of a hit to the relationship. Right. Now, right. I got to look out for this kid. Okay. I'm so. not saying that he has to, but be responsible and know how to get to A and B without my help.
0: I totally get what you're saying. I think the reason why I'm trying to challenge it is because I want us to fully understand what we're asking for when we ask a person to love us unconditionally. A lot of the things that we're expecting from people today have nothing to do with what they're bringing when they approach us.
1: But the reason that I'm not with him is not because he didn't have a car.
0: It was because he didn't have a car, among other things.
1: It's because of other stuff. They had no reason.
0: Right. They had nothing to say. So, on top of the fact that he didn't have. That
1: was a downside, but.
0: (laughs) Right. On top of the fact that you stated that you would have preferred him to have a car, Uh he already didn't meet the standard to begin with. And then you dated him anyway. And then you find out that there's more wrong with him than the initial standards Mm -hmm. that you already gave him a pass on. And then you move on to another guy and say, well, this is what you have to have because of a decision you're not owning versus even Wait. though he didn't have a car, you still accepted him. Yeah. So how is this fair to people that we accept shit? We accept the things that even our standards like tend to be deviated from.
1: All right. So we don't have to move on because... <laughs> Because I think you're focusing on the car too much. No,
0: I'm just taking. What, I'm we're talking about example.
1: unconditional love, love or unconditional whatever. I feel like I displayed it because even though I had these preferences, I still gave the oh, kid a point. chance.
0: Good, good point. Good like point.
1: I don't stick to what I do because everybody got their own situation. So just because you don't have a car, that don't mean you shit. You know what no, I mean?
0: that's like I said, that's a great point. That you or might-
1: people in like these heavy city traffic mm-hmm. cities. They just don't have it, one, because of prices of gas, one, because of insurance, two, because it's just easier to get around without a car. So, yeah, I'm going to look at you like, all right, you don't have a car, but that don't mean you can't be with me. But then there's other stuff that happens, whether, like, say he just was a crappy person in general. I look at stuff like that, like, why are you a crappy person? Like, why do you talk to me like that? Why do you treat me like that? I give people more chances than they should. Okay. I don't know, like I said maybe we should move on because No, the reason why <laughs> th- the like, reason
0: why I'm giving you this like this part is because it's leading to the actual conversation. Okay. Now, what you're saying I agree with as far as like even though you have certain preferences, you still give people chances.
1: Right, just cuz I like but something don't mean it's
0: What we ultimately, beautiful. what we ultimately tend to forget is that most of the things that are somewhat standards don't actually have anything to do with love at all. Mm-mm. Because the guy that didn't have a car, of course, that's a preference and he may not have had the car. But a lot of the men that did have cars treated you worse than the person that was lacking. And we don't give people the proper chances to even prove themselves. Just like how women say, I'm not, you know, I'm not with dating potential, right? Let's just say you go out on a date and the guy that you're dating at the point that he's sitting across the table from you tells you he's living with his mother. But the impact that you're having on him as a woman with having yourself together, having your responsibilities in order without a man, makes him so apparent to his own issues that in the six months of your dating phase, he gets an apartment. He shows you his true intentions and his true potential versus the ideas of dating potential the person that tells you something and don't do it. So because we stick these people in these preferences, sometimes we can't see the actual potential in the relationship, which causes the conditions that we stand on. Right. So if I go and I say, well, my mother used to do, it's hard for me to move on to a woman and expect for her to be any different. If I can't even expect it from my mother. So why put that pressure on a person Mm -hmm. why expect for a woman to be domestic if you gonna come home and not even eat what she preparing or let it get cold because you out in the streets those things create conditions right so let's be fair and acknowledge that we really don't want to be loved unconditionally we want to be loved based on the conditions we set would you agree with that
1: don't make that noise over there
0: (laughs) If y'all um, hearing things in the background, we got DMST <laughs> in the room too. Shout out to the brothers. Um, but
1: I mean I agree with that, but I also feel like we do want to be loved unconditionally.
0: So how much how much based. of what how much of those preferences that you just gave me have to do with love?
1: It has everything to do with love. So explain it
0: to me. What does the car have to do with love?
1: Um like I said, to me a car. It can, you can take advantage of somebody. Like to me, that, that, like I said, based on what I've been through, I look out for my siblings and I look out for everybody. Mm-hmm. And not just my siblings, but to me, a car is a privilege. And I've had too many people hit me up and I've had too many siblings hit me up. I've had to take them everywhere, I've had to do everything for them. So if now you're coming to me without a car and you're asking me to take you to the store, do chores, go on dates, I feel like you're taking advantage of me, especially when I see you not trying. Like if you could spend over two hundred on shoes and watches I totally and jewelry agree with that. and you be like, Let's go out, but can you drive? I feel like that's taking advantage of me.
0: So basically Especially when you
1: see everything else I'm doing. Right. And you're not even trying to take the pressure. And I'm like I said, I'm not even asking for help. But I feel like if you're about to rock with me, at least help me out and not take advantage of me. Okay. So if we're talking about you focusing on this freaking car somebody, No just I'm like, just taking
0: what you said And using it to like the benefit Of the points I'm trying to make
1: I'm just saying like I know what I do and what I bring to the table Right And some people take advantage of people So in
0: your hard. mind based on I'm, I'm just trying to like break down What I think you're right. trying to say You feel like the car ensures The safety of your siblings to get to and from And by you having the car You know for yourself That they're good because you made sure They got there
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's, the, one of the, that's the love That you're showing for your siblings But we're talking about the person That you're dating You're feeling like if a man doesn't have a car He's prone to take advantage But is it a relationship yeah. Okay you're saying that you use your car For necessity mm-hmm. You take care of yourself And your siblings And based on those responsibilities Those things tend to get hefty yeah. So here is a guy showing up That doesn't have a car but expects to date you. Mm-hmm. You feel like that takes away from, of course, the wear and tear of the vehicle, and it probably enables him.
1: I don't care about the vehicle. I'm just talking about it in general. In general, like if you're a man and you can't do what you need to, like, why are you stepping to me if you're right? If you're not, t- if you're not taking care of yourself, you need to go grocery shopping. You need to run chores. If you got a kid, everybody I mess with had kids, at least one or two. Mm-hmm. So, if you got to pick them up, your baby mama going to drop them drop them off and pick them up all the time? Like, if you want to go see them, I now got to take you somewhere?
0: Right, right. And I... Like, and if I, you
1: want to buy them stuff, I got to take you somewhere?
0: I'm not disagreeing with nothing you're saying. <laughs> but I think the point you gotta
1: that... We got to move on past this car. <laughs> I,
0: okay, we going to move on past the car. But that's the thing that you had the most to say about. So, when you say... Like, I
1: really didn't. I think you just pinpointed on
0: that. I may have. Forgive me.
1: You did because I had more to say.
0: Okay, so but, now you whatever. said pretty much gave the car. You said he had to have morals. So the car technically falls within the morals. Mm-hmm. If you if you expect for him to be able to do for himself and his children, then naturally his morals should tell you his morals should tell himself that before I even approach a woman. I should have these things in order in order to make sure that the woman I'm dating can get to and from the date safely Mm -hmm. can get to and from wherever I have to pick her up and transport her to. That's the morality of a man. Mm -hmm. It's not so much focusing on the car. But Mm -hmm. keep in mind, if in fact you just said you dated a man without a car. So you technically dated a man without a car and morals.
1: But did I not just tell you that I don't know ahead of time because I online date a lot. So I don't find out until like I'm in the
0: process. So you didn't realize until the five dates you picked him up.
1: I didn't pick him up ever.
0: Okay. (laughs) So on top of him not having the standard, the type of standard that you would like for a man to have to be able to ensure the safety mm-hmm. of transporting his family members, close loved ones, and his woman. You said that he doesn't ultimately have the ability to re- to realize that this is something that he needs to do mm-hmm. if a woman is in the place doing it for him, right? Mm-hmm. Where does those feelings ultimately come from? Do they come from just observing other people's circumstances? Or are these the experiences of choices you made to go against your own standards.
1: Okay. You're right. No, like, so I feel like a lot of it, like I said, once you start to talk to somebody, you get to know somebody, mm-hmm. you get to learn more about them. So, like, say I found out somebody got two kids. They don't have a car, but they still taking care of home. A lot of people Uber nowadays. A lot of people mm-hmm. rent cars. Like, people know how to fig- figure stuff out.
0: So and you do realize that women, like, women not preferring to date men with children is based on certain conditions
1: i'm pretty sure but i don't care if you got a kid i don't care like Like, i I come from a home with eight eight siblings
0: right right right.
1: like kids is everywhere to me that's nothing
0: because for me and i'm gonna just speak for me i just want to be a boyfriend oh at some point
1: wait you only want to be a boyfriend no
0: not saying not saying like, like that's the only level that I aspire to attain in a relationship, but while I'm dating you, I just want to be that. Like, I don't want to be the EMS that comes and rescues you from the situation where you died from riding from another nigga. Like, that's overwhelming and draining at certain points. And I know that's the same thing for you guys, but I want to, I want to kind of establish in the conversation that these things come from the conditions of the choices that we make.
1: All right, wait, time out. Stop right there mm-hmm. before I lose my thought because I've been drinking. Um, so you only want to be a boyfriend in the
0: in the phase. Where- so,
1: say if the person you're dating, because the you focus too much on this car <laughs> that is throwing me off. We about to talk about relationships, unconditional, what people bring to the table. Right. If your woman. And you know she's had a crappy past. Mm-hmm. Say she came up to you and she's been molested in the past. Mm-hmm. And say she has a hard time dealing with dudes because of insecurities. If some dude walk past her, y'all walking down the street holding hands, and he whistle at her, he makes some inappropriate comment. And for the rest of the week, she is in a foul mood. You could catch her crying on an easy day. To you, because she has baggage, mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes, to you, is that baggage and you going to be like, F you, so what, no. you dealt with this in the past, no. you got baggage, like what are we talking about when we talk about baggage? No, to that's me, trauma,
0: that's trauma to me.
1: To me, that's also baggage. A woman come into a relationship, hurt, and have dealt with stuff in the past. Yeah. The only so reason w- you focusing on cars? That's shit no, to me. No, that- I'm talking about people who like come from some like, and I'm getting emotional because I've dealt with it. That,
0: okay, we so go there.
1: somebody who's emotional in a relationship, and we can't always get past stuff. Do we have to leave everything at the door? No, to, to, no, to, to that's to not what I'm saying. There?
0: That's not what I'm saying at all. All right,
1: what you saying now?
0: In this example that you gave, which is an excellent example, the thing that I would do. In a situation like that is first, we have to establish that the help that you need in regards to this is far greater than what I can actually provide you. You need a certain level. So is that
1: too much for you? That's not
0: too much. No, if we are understanding in the very beginning that this is what the issue is, if you say that you like me and I say that I like you and we have these exchanges, then before I go forward with you and take responsibility for you as my girlfriend, you have to get help for that.
1: Okay, because right. you what, say in the beginning, but not women, not a, the majority of the women are not that open.
0: Right. right? So and you you're may ab- not
1: know about. You that may not know like this months later in so, relationships. So then, what do you do? You balance That's too much.
0: No. When or you, are you still
1: gonna love her unconditionally. You're
0: going to love her, but it is going to be a condition. And because what is she I need to, need to, get to know. Help? I need to know what is the reason why you're resistant to me. What is the reason why you tend to cringe when certain things happen. But I have to date you long enough also to find these things out. I can't find these things out when we're in a relationship. Because now that we're in a relationship, I have my expectations of you too. And here you are in the relationship still dealing with traumatic baggage from previous experiences that you know you haven't explained to me.
1: But she's already giving you pushback early on. So
0: what make you still back Pushback continue? is not an explanation.
1: But what make you continue...
0: What makes me continue is of course If these things are signage in the beginning We're going to establish that You need to seek some kind of help with therapy but That's the first thing you're still
1: in the process of loving her unconditionally You're still in the process of loving she. her
0: But there is a condition If this is too much for me to deal with In dating you, then yes I'm going to leave I'm not going to go past the dating Knowing that you're dealing with trauma right. Like this is the stuff That we have to do Like we, we fuck too fast and you find out that that that? okay and then you say and then you said that you could be walking holding hands with your mate Mm -hmm. and a guy whistles at you while you're holding the hand of your mate the first thing that i would think she would realize is that she's holding the hand of somebody that's also taking responsibility for her he's keeping her close by it don't okay then fine you're with a man and this man whistles at you while you're with the man, that's the man's responsibility. You should feel safe in that instance, which a lot of times you guys don't because that does take time. But that's a man's issue with the man. That's not even something that you technically have to address because it's disrespectful that this whole ass nigga did the shit while you was with another guy. You don't even have to step outside of yourself to deal with that. But of course, all I'm saying is... Love comes with a lot of conditions. Stop thinking that because you say, well, I've been hurt, that a person is supposed to be sensitive to that because we've been hurt, too. But I still want to be loved. I still want to be be a boyfriend. I still want to booty rub and all of the good shit that comes with being in a relationship. But this pushback is what we got to get past. Okay. So I totally get what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with anything. I'm just addressing the fact that this pushback comes in many forms and shapes, and it keeps us from being good to one another. And
1: I get that, but the conversation is unconditional love. So if you get in pushback, how much how much of that is you gonna keep taking before you
0: like? But are see, out? the thing is, when I used to when I used to be because those... my
1: th- I don't want to interrupt you. Right, my thing is. I've been through so much. I feel like a lot of time I self-sabotage my relationships.
0: And I did too. And
1: I push people to the point where I want them to come back and I want to see what they do. So I'll give them hell. (laughs) Like legit hell. And so if you come back and you be like, I know you was tripping. We good. Then I feel like a sense of comfort because it's like, you already know I'm going through something. You knew I wasn't taking out on you. And the fact that you're still here.
0: I get that, that's a certain level of compassion
1: But then there's people where you do that And then they're like, I'm not about to sit here and take that You need to go get help So it's kind of like That to me is unconditional Like you know I'm going through something You know what women go through Are you going to be here or not And then there's some people, like I said It's not that you're weak, but
0: But then I think it's also We over talk about
1: unconditional but
0: I just think that, like when I when I would say it growing up, that you know I love her unconditionally. The idea that I could like be there, th- you know, through thick and thin, was like proving myself.
1: But that's all good in theory.
0: Exactly, that's my point. Like,
1: like it's, it's in sound theory, good. it
0: sounds good. But can you actually love a person? unconditional so that's what
1: we're talking about that's what
0: we're talking about
1: so then what's the
0: so when you say that you know if you if you deal with a guy who you know knows that you're being resistant and you're pushing back and he keeps coming back he keeps coming to see where you are you know in your emotional health and in your feelings and then you soften up do you do you expect for him to keep doing that Every time you feel some type of way.
1: But y'all need to have a conversation. So this, it, So like, let's it, it, just can't. say let's
0: just say that you always have these same feelings mm-hmm. and repetition. Mm-hmm. You don't know at what point that you're gonna deal with the things that make you tear up at random. Mm-hmm. Is this guy expected to do the same practices?
1: Y'all need to have a conversation. Me personally, like when I was rocking with somebody and I kept going off on them. Like, we set rules. Like, you need to do A, B, and C. And then I told him, like, to make me feel comfortable, you need to do this. Right. But if y'all ain't... Like, I don't, I'm rules. very private, <laughs> so I don't like to get conditions. into it. But I'm just saying, I can't expect somebody to rock with me and be there for me when I got issues, and I'm not trying to better myself. And then the same with him. He knows what I'm going through, but if you're not making me feel comfortable around mm-hmm. you as a man, then we still going not have issues.
0: So let's just say. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. Let's just say, I'm going to give you an example. Let's just say I meet you and I see you at a Starbucks and you're ordering the coffee. I ask you your name and we have a small conversation. And then from there, I walk off, not realizing that I wanted your number, right? Walk off and totally. Just disregard the fact that we had this small talk in the line. But then immediately upon getting in the car, I realized she was cool. Let me go back. Right? And then you say, okay, well, I had this impression on him to where he had to leave and come back. And you feeling so good, like, nigga double back for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feeling real good about yourself. But then, in another instance where... It's something else that he's dealing with that he can't quite communicate while he's dealing with you. And then he goes and does whatever he does in private and then double back to you. That don't feel like a pattern after a while. Like he always like has his mind on something else when it comes to you. But then eventually he gets back. Like that don't seem like a condition like you would want to know, like, why do you keep doing that? Because it'll be different instances where it won't always be the same. It won't always look the same. It won't always have the same amount of attention or even hurt behind it. But why is it that you miss the mark and then have to return back after you missed it? And you you won't even realize that that's, that's a pattern because all you remember is the one time you were comfortable with it. That's what I'm getting at. These conditions that are set for relationships. You
1: mean like understanding the other person? Right. I get that.
0: So how do we get to this point where we understand each other? I don't know.
1: I wish I knew because I'm dealing with somebody right now. I could see every flaw in him and I'm still right there because I know it's something about him and I know he got his issues and I know I got my issues and that's why I'm so open to keep dealing with him.
0: So in these in these relationships, I don't know, we,
1: like I said I can't I can't talk for everybody cuz I know I'm fucked up, but <laughs> like I said I know I'm a good catch and I know I'd be looking out for my dudes. It's just yeah. I don't get it reciprocated like
0: So I I really want to answer that. I really want to get to a point where we understand that sometimes conditions are cool. Mm-hmm. Like um it gives it gives people the opportunity to one, you know, establish the standard for themselves. And then two, let a person, like, supersede your standards. You're more prone to fall in love if they overwhelm you with how good they are. If they, if they are better to you than you could have ever imagined. Like, those are the things that I think that we ultimately would like to get to. But the conditions of our standards fuck everything up. Like, I'm not going to tell you that I'm totally against picking you up from your mama house. Because as a man, I've done that for several women. women. But I would feel some type of way if my circumstances put me back at home with my mother and you judge me without getting to know me. Right. If I tell you that my car just so happened to break down and we have an interesting enough conversation just on a platonic level with no expectations of going beyond the conversation and just so happen we like each other. What's the hurt in getting to know a person? For what you like in that very moment. Because dating a potential person. Does not mean that you're going to be dating a fixer-upper. We treat people like fixer-uppers all the time. That shit not cool. And then the people that we think got it together. Is the ones that do the worst to us. I agree. So the conditions of unconditional are not realistic. They're just theories that we believe. And we need to get past it. To really love people really love the innocence of just not knowing if I want to tell this person this much this soon. Mm -hmm. Because a person gets to learn the facial expressions that you make when you're confused about opening up. And then he'll learn she wanted to say something but she just chose not to. He's learning you based on these conditions. When you say, I know I'm fucked up and he laughs He knows it too. But this is going to continue the conversation.
1: Right.
0: But if you're saying that, I don't trust you. I don't know what you're going to do. If I tell you, I done been through this. I done been molested. I done been this. I don't know what you're going to do. You're going to close yourself up. And he's never going to know what you're dealing with. So those conditions you said for protecting yourself.
1: I could say that, but he's not going to close off. So if I found the one that's ready to rock with me. And he's like, I see you're hurt. I see mm-hmm. you've been molested. I've seen what you're going through. But I got you and I got your back. To me, that's unconditional love. Uh-huh. Or un- or being with somebody unconditionally. Okay. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like that. That's the purity of it.
1: I like, mean, I know it's deeper. And I know. Yeah, like, it, I, I don't know. It's just. It's not so black and white.
0: Well, we. I mean, I'm understanding this now because of the conversation yeah. that we're having. But like kind of going back to my tweet it's like when you hear this as a man who's also been hurt you only translate the parts that you actually understand and a lot of times when we come to the table to date one another this is the stuff that we're supposed to actually be talking about You know, like, what you've gone through, what I've gone through. And
1: it's all about... And I feel like communication is the biggest part of relationships and don't nobody communicate no more. Absolutely I've said it before. I think I said it on most podcasts. Everybody talk at each other, but nobody talk to To each each other. other. And nobody listen to what they're saying. And I feel like if we just listen and if we talk to each other, everything can be solved and everybody can, like, be on the same wavelength. And if you're not we don't have to waste nobody's time. Like right. if you not about to, and, I, and I'm not saying like I'm going through stuff and you got to be there and you got to help me get through it. Cause I got to, we could get therapists for that. I got medication for that.
0: Right.
1: It's just, can you be with me while I'm doing these extra steps to better myself? I don't need you to better me, but I need you to be there while I'm bettering myself. Okay. And I'm not okay. saying everybody who got to come to the table, got to be a hundred
0: right, and they right. got to
1: be perfect. Everybody, Nobody's perfect. You know what I mean? But to love somebody unconditionally is to know that we all got issues and we all working on it. And you're going to be there at the end. No matter what I do, you're going to be there for me. And I don't have to worry about how crazy am I. And he's going to leave in the minute. You know what I mean?
0: So when you, To me,
1: that's unconditional.
0: So in the instance that you're giving where you're saying that despite them knowing all of what you go through and what you did with, they still stay. Now, let's just And not
1: even they got to stay. And,
0: I'm, I'm about to get Because I done. know
1: some people crazy and yeah. they can go off on somebody and somebody got to leave for their mental health.
0: Right. I I'm just saying. If right. you
1: already know what I am and you already said I got. Like somebody just texted me the other day and he's like, I know an ex just hit you up, but just know that I got you and your heart is mine. Let him know your heart is mine. And he said.
0: Oh, you was and supposed know, to fuck him. Shut
1: up. <laughs> like, and he was like, and I know what to do with your heart. Like, just stop. Like, he know I'm crazy. You
0: was supposed to bust that over for that name.
1: <sighs> anyway, That was on
0: page one of the playbook. Uh, anyways,
1: but, as I was saying, like, he know what I've been through. He know what to do. And he was like, just tell that other person, I know what to do with your heart. I'm just saying small stuff like that. Like you already know I got issues. You already know I come to the table with baggage and I'm not trying to put it on you. But the moment somebody say that they got you and they got your back, you're not trying to put extra stuff on them. It's just nice to know that somebody else yeah, you understands you and receives that message right, right. that you sent. Unconditional don't mean you got to take everybody's baggage and carry it like Jesus on a cross. Like, no, that's not what we're asking. It's just means be there for me.
0: Okay, so I to me, something. that's
1: what unconditional is.
0: Okay, so and if
1: you're not ready, don't do it. No, no ill feeling. Okay. Like you're just not ready.
0: So, like, I'm 34. I've this before. I think, I think this the before. purpose. I think the purpose of this conversation was you were perfect for the conversation because you helped me understand that we can we conceive unconditional completely different.
1: Completely different.
0: Right. So, as a man, when we hear. Unconditional, that means to us because we take a lot of responsibilities the wrong way even in our manhood Mm -hmm. that we're responsible for all of what comes with these women. But you're saying that unconditional means despite the fact that we're different. Despite Mm -hmm. the fact that we have these interesting and sometimes layered issues you just want to know that you're there for support exactly. and encouragement
1: because we already know women is a little more difficult than men
0: <laughs> but y'all don't openly say that shit
1: we don't but y'all just gotta be like right here with us but
0: we can't be right there with y'all you need with I mean, I mean need y'all need to I do need y'all to add. no I don't need y'all to like y'all go to like many depths to explain I do need
1: y'all to be psychics <laughs>
0: I'm glad you said that. And don't shit. look
1: at everybody over there. No, y'all need to be psychics. Y'all need to feel what we going through. And honestly, we talk so much. Y'all need to already know what's going on.
0: But y'all talk so much about bullshit sometimes too.
1: It depend on the woman you' talking about.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know I done had a couple of. Like, but if you' rocking with somebody, you're already gonna know. Like I said,
1: the person I'm talking to right now and like the... The the one that
0: told you he know what to do with your heart. You should have gave him some ass already.
1: But he a truck driver, so he ain't local. So I couldn't. Uh
0: (laughs) If you listen to my man, she is hot and ready. She is extra most bestest right now. Pull the fuck up. Shush. And park the truck.
1: Anyways. Because I might
0: just use that line one day. No. I know what to do with your heart. Mm -hmm. Fuck your ex.
1: That's what he said? Yeah. Like you said... It's just all about how somebody perceive you and here Yeah, you gotta
0: go in the good panty drawer when he come back. You know what if Sean
1: wear
0: underwear? Oh, touche, my nigga, Touche. <laughs> so I got to learn something. I got to learn something. Like I really didn't look at it in the way that you said it. So shit, thank you. I appreciate it. Now nah, I, I was
1: making sense through. All yeah,
0: like I, I told feel like you, it's
1: random. Like,
0: like random you know, words. um. We see all the time on Twitter, like you know, women will take these tweets and they will subtweet and say, you know, well, a man does this, but if a woman did it, it's this, or you know, men should already know this, 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 and this, and we all just kind of standing here like, I feel like you was on your part, phone the whole day, like no, you I never like, talked to me about. None I feel of like this.
1: for the most part, women speak their truth and we're open. Y'all are the ones that hold everything in. I feel like y'all should never... We talk so much, y'all should never have to guess what is going on But you know
0: what? A lot of women will listen to a man... Unless y'all really
1: piss us off and we shut down. But
0: that's the only reason, y'all. That's the only time y'all ultimately respond to us. Because when we as men... y'all piss us off? Yeah. When we as men are communicating in the same frustrations that you guys are doing, we looked at it soft. Oh... I can't deal with no old catty ass man always sneak dissing and always saying little slick shit. Don't when y'all do that shit. Don't sneak we this. supposed to be psychics. Alright. I'm I'ma tell you directly, like look, you know, I don't know if I need to go read a self help book or fuck you. But I just know I need some help.
1: It depends on the man. So you
0: should just sit the bed on the the book on the bed and bend over and let me stroke and you read a couple of chapters while I'm fucking legit. Like you need to do something creative. Okay. I need help (sighs) right now. Help Um, me, nigga. You need to
1: open you need to open up your ears because we definitely
0: tell y'all what is what it is. But when men like when men come home and we talk about our long day at work.
1: And we listen. And then we suck your dick. We make your food. We do your laundry. What you talking about? Wait a minute.
0: I, I ain't never got my dick sucked when I come home. Talk about my day. Wait a minute. No, I'm playing. Word to your mother. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying I'm just like
1: saying, I don't know. y'all messing with like but... in those
0: moments when you know, like we're really like talking about our day to day. These niggas in the back trip. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait,
1: where did you do that? <laughs> no, but I'm
0: saying like in those moments when we dealing with like our day to day frustrations,
1: well, when
0: we dealing with our day to day frustrations, <laughs> ultimately, like the job. The job, nine times out of ten, is the most that we talk about, is because that's the standard. Well, part of the reason why we t- we focus on the job a lot is because that's part of the standard that we have to to maintain in order to keep our women. So, like if we didn't, if we didn't feel the pressure, what standard you said? It, no, you just said when you look at your men that the car, the job, the morals, and all of these things are combined to make him. Applicable today, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when men come on, it's wrong,
1: coming from somebody that's thirty-four. Yeah, like, I, I'm not expecting that from like a twenty-three-year-old, twenty-four. Like y'all that still be got growing I'm too. just saying, as Kelly, with an eye, <coughs> and I'm thirty-four. Like I just, I got my own car. Like I, I got that. my own house,
0: but we I got my those own full-time job. Too. No,
1: y'all shouldn't. Like if how? you're coming to me, just make sure you're able to handle me. Because forget the job, the car, the house. I got mental stuff going on. I got emotional stuff going on. And I got and spiritual me. stuff going like, that's on. Me. If you, you know are like not me. ready to handle me, please do not step up to the table and then complain when I got an issue. My issue is don't come to me if you're not ready to be in a relationship.
0: If you that. can't
1: give me what I need, and I I'm not even that. asking a lot at 34, I'm not asking for a lot. But we have to
0: also establish that when you guys say this, when you say this to a man, don't come prepared, don't come in. Prepared. And I don't
1: even ask it. up I get front. That. I'm just saying, as a man, as a man, and 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 not even like I said, not even a car, a house will do. Because like I said, everybody's situation is different. Not everybody can handle or can be in a position to have that and some people don't want a house some people don't want a full time so job in those instances, But I'm just saying about, if you are not that's able
0: not, that's to not the same be... Thing.
1: I'm just saying to me
0: because if, if a man in my
1: situation
0: because a man feels are, those pressures let's just say this But man I don't put loses, it out there This man loses his job he That's loses. good y'all. But we get judged for that No if y'all we, It depends If on we on who go without a job for too long The conditions
1: change That depends on who you with If you are still able to provide And you're still be If you're still able to be there mentally Emotionally Spiritually For me no matter what I'll be okay I don't need I've been independent From the moment I turned 14 My father died when I was 13 And I was getting money From his checks When I was third, 14 I don't need nobody i'm just saying mentally is the biggest thing and emotionally i don't care about nothing else Mm. and i say this because every and i told you from the beginning everybody is different my standards is not the same as everybody else's standards but if you can't be there for me mentally and emotionally what can you do for me because i i I do everything for my family i don't care Mm. like i said everybody is different and i don't want to like I said, I may be the wrong person to talk to on this podcast. I mean,
0: we might be talking about the wrong type of woman.
1: We may be. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not the same type of woman you probably used to talking to, and I don't know who you addressing on this show. I'm just saying, I'm different, and I know what I want. And if you can't give it to me, I'm not judging you.
0: Okay, so I'm not
1: judging nobody. I'm because I'm. I can't. I would hate for somebody to judge me. I'm just saying, I know what I bring to the table, and if you <laughs> can't help me. I could still rock with you, but you may not be the person for me in the long run.
0: So my question is, since. Wait, we're
1: going to. No, go ahead.
0: I mean, you said a lot and and I'm like hearing everything (laughs) you're saying. But what I want to ask is now that you're saying that there's a different type of female and we can definitely say that there's a different type of man, too. Is the responsibility of like feminism also making. Or raising awareness for other women To level their standards up to where you are
1: I don't want nobody to judge me And I don't want nobody to base What they going through off of me Cause ain't nobody Cause there is a
0: a majority
1: No one has been with what I've been through To be independent At 14 and don't need nobody For shit I can't speak For anybody else On my timeline, my friends my associates, I can't speak for nobody. I know what I bring to the table and I know what I can speak about. No. So if I'm talking about loving somebody unconditionally, can nobody speak on how I do it? Because they're not in my shoes and I'm not in their shoes and it's not to judge. I agree. So if somebody disagree with me, I rock with them 100% because I don't know what they're going
0: through. So I'm that gonna start sense. a um I'm gonna start a new segment on my show because Kelly oh, just Lord. cussed me out on the mic. And this, I appreciate this, this one. I this, didn't was, cuss- this was the Tell first time that she cussed me out politically Dev, correct.
1: Dev, Mo, James, did I uh cuss anybody out?
0: She went in. Mo,
1: don't say, uh Did I cuss anybody out? You got heated. Was I wrong
0: though? You got heated though a little bit.
1: Because... I said you ain't wrong. Dad, you said I'm not wrong? Yeah. Like I said, I'm not trying to base my... Because you all... Like I said, y'all do speak and generalize stuff. And I want y'all to know nobody, especially women, are not on the same page. And not that we're on the same page in a bad way. But, but what I've gone through, my other girls on Twitter and IG, t- Facebook...
0: And, and my, I totally my, understand they that
1: they haven't gone through, and I don't judge nobody.
0: But you know that that's how we hear it when you talk to us, though.
1: But is but we're not judging. That that's is the a big, judgment. No, it's not. Do you
0: know that? Do you know that not having your life together like constitutes you as not even? But being, when it's not
1: having a... like? I no. said from what when I said earlier,
0: we're not having all of your my my
1: preferences does not mean and I'm getting loud because I've been drinking it's not because I'm heated I, I just she's just been drinking <laughs> right. um, my preferences does not have anything to do with judgment and y'all not having your shit together Mo is in an apartment I'm in a house because I'm in a house it does oh, not no, 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 no stop no I'm just, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> let me know seriously let apartment. me finish and you can cut this out Oh, sorry no I'm trying to be serious and you can cut this out got a pork. <laughs> but he got a port
0: I, to <laughs> I, like, I totally get what you were no, trying no, to say no no I'm going
1: I'm to finish I don't care because I'm trying to make
0: a <laughs> point this nigga playboy ignorant as fuck <laughs> as fuck i
1: sorry I'm just saying my views my <laughs> shut up my views don't reflect like other people I live in a house and I'm in Mo's apartment if it was up to me I would stay in an apartment because to me that's a I would rather put my money to that use and not have to worry about throwing money away on a house Right. Mo got a if something messed up Mo got a landlord he could hit up and be like come over like ASAP and it'll be taken care of. I'm going to put, I got to put thousands into taking care of my house right? and answering somebody other than myself. You know what I mean? Because what I feel like is my standards don't mean Mo probably be like, fuck Kelly. She got a house. I got an apartment. I ain't got to worry about shit. You know what I mean? Everybody's viewpoints is different. And y'all, I'm a, First of all, James, I'm going to fight you after this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I said as Playboy, I'm going to fight you after this podcast. I just thought it was funny.
0: That's- it was I'm the not- way it came out. That was I'm funny, not looking girl.
1: down on nobody. I'm just saying everybody got their own viewpoints. You can't look at nobody and be like, this nigga whack because you think they... like Whatever. Anyways, my preferences at the beginning of the show
0: right, may but not like-
1: fit everybody.
0: The point I was trying to
1: fight all of you
0: the point the point that I was trying to make when um you were saying how like everybody's viewpoint is different it's kind of it's kind of good that this just happened because it's exactly my point like what you're saying may be communicated now because you broke it completely down, but it's a difference in how men hear what you say. And in so many instances, when we deal with women in general, they always make it to where they look at you for what you have in order, like materialistically or like professionally,
1: materialistic and professionally. Like
0: they look at those things first before they actually see an actual position that they can play in this person that they're taking interest in. So we're always feeling like on one end, we can't even really step to y'all unless we have these things in order, and it makes no difference but to the love that we expect we out of the outcome of the relationship.
1: It depends on who y'all who y'all talk to.
0: So I need you, Queen, to raise the awareness and the standards of your gender, so that we won't have these complications. Because but when I can't we hear from
1: my gender, when and we I hear Kelly got a my, house uh, and Mo got an
0: apartment. We thought she was throwing bricks at her No, shit. we
1: coming over Mo's house. He the one with the central AC and the porch. I mean, although I got a porch and a broken oh, AC, bro. but we coming over Mo's house because that Mayfield is. This... Wait, you won't have to block all this out because <laughs> I ain't trying to put this business out there. But Mo is the spot to be. I would.
0: Yeah, I would not want
1: you all over my spot because uh, oh,
0: we, we not Mo's enough,
1: huh? No, Mo's the spot to be.
0: Also, oh, is it? Yeah. These type of niggas ain't permissible. And they just shit.
1: Like that. That's why we over their house and not over mine, right? Mo. Right? Yes. We over your house because you right. the shit, right?
0: Shout out to DJ Brainstorm for letting me record today's Mo episode in his
1: penthouse,
0: <laughs> his deluxe apartment Mo, in the sky. you
1: come here and give me a hug. But, um...
0: <laughs> What I'm going to do from here on now is I'm going to establish a segment in the show Basically called Teach Me How to Love You Better Where a woman can tell me something that I'm saying or doing the wrong way
1: You didn't do anything the wrong way
0: But like I felt like just in starting the conversation I was more so defensive trying to represent the men that I encounter on the day to day Not even realizing that we're pretty much communicating completely different
1: It's Mo mad at me
0: I don't know. You have to take that up with him at the end of the show. But I'm gonna start a segment where we gonna basically talk about things that men don't understand that women can break down and help us figure out. Okay. So you started a new segment. So thank you so much. What else you gotta say? Never
1: mind. I was gonna say something, but Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say what'd you say?
0: You keep laughing the whole goddamn conversation.
1: I'm goofy, I can't help it.
0: So I just said okay, that just thinking about the things that you're saying and you still laughing.
1: Wait, wait, time out. Mm-mm. Let her get herself together. All right, I'm good now.
0: What? I'm leaving all this shit in.
1: No, I mean, you can. It's it's
0: Kevin. But I'm going to start a segment where I, when I talk to women... About their feelings and the things that they feel that men don't understand. <clears throat> I will put myself out there to be like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the word is. The, I don't wanna the, the, the want to say that. You want to be the love guru? No, not mm-hmm. the love guru, you, but I'm going to be you? the guinea pig to like put myself out there and say some bullshit if it's bullshit or ask an un- <clears throat> unpolitically correct question or make a statement and let a woman teach me the correct way of viewing what's being said or what's being done within you guys' actions. Mm -hmm. So that'll help me move myself forward. Wait,
1: so are we done with the episode?
0: Yeah, we are. We're like over an hour now.
1: Wait, what's like the legit time?
0: The legit time is over an hour now. (laughs) This has been another episode of Change the Subject. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me at Darigo BJ on all social media. Also follow the show at The Subject Change on Instagram and Change Subject on Facebook.
1: Thank Miss
0: Kelly with an I Miss K84 for showing up and acting a goddamn fool on this episode. I will see you guys again in two weeks. Wait, Peace. do I not
1: get to speak my piece? I, I just said
0: I your get- social media for you.
1: <laughs> I don't get to say my piece? Woo-hoo! <laughs>